You may be seated. If you love me, you will be the ones who will keep my commandments. And at my request, the Father will give to you a second advocate, the Spirit of Truth, a Spirit of Truth who will dwell with you and in you until the end of the age. Until the end of the age. It's been a long time. It's been a long time since Jesus left. It's been a long time since the victorious, resurrected Son of God ascended into heaven. It's been a long time since Jesus' disciples shut their gaping mouths and turned their dazzled gaze from empty clouds to fields and fish. And ever since that day, we, the church, we've waited, and we've waited, and we've waited. Days turn to weeks, weeks turn to months, months turn to years, and to decades, and to centuries, and to millennia. And if we're honest with ourselves, it really hasn't been that easy without him. Come, Lord Jesus, has never left the church's lips. And each and every day, we as the church desperately hope and pray to see our Savior return. As one who struggles with issues of abandonment, There are days I have my doubts. There are days, I have to admit, I'm overcome with uncertainty and fear. There are days that I fail to keep Jesus' commands, to keep Jesus' command to love as I have been loved by him. And almost every day, in one way or another, I fail this command to love, to love Jesus, to love my neighbor, to love you. There are days that I'm a lot like the Judas of the text that we just heard about in the reading. Like Judas... I find myself asking how and why instead of simply believing that. At points in my life, I have turned to the world. I've turned to the world to see what they could offer. I've turned to the world to see if they could give a clearer account I turned to the world to see what I could learn about God, and I found in many ways it was pointless. For the world cannot see Jesus for who he is. They don't know him as you know him. They don't see him as you see him. They don't hear him as you hear him. 
And in their confusion, their blindness is mistaken for our insanity and weakness. But, in spite of my considerable weaknesses, in the midst of my exhaustion, in the midst of my frustration, in the midst of my fear, Jesus' promise remains. I will not abandon you. I will not leave you as orphans. I promise. I will return. I will come back for you. You see, my friends, when everything is prepared, when every room is in place, when every table is set, when every nation has heard, Jesus will return. Just as he ascended into the clouds, we are told he will descend from them. Trumpets will blast, knees will bow, graves will be opened, and I will see Jesus. You will see Jesus. With your own eyes, in your own flesh, you will behold your king. And then, and only then, will we once and for all know the duration of that mystical age. Just in time for time to matter no more. You see, my friends, because he lives, we live. And not just in a life that will come, not in a life that's separated from the world that we have been given, but we will receive a new life now as he has promised. We already live. It has already begun. And soon we will experience it in its fullness. Soon we will finally understand Jesus' mysterious description of unity, that I am in the Father and you are in me and I am in you forever. I promise you the time is coming, even as we wait. So on this Pentecost observed, in the midst of our waiting, it seems that only one question remains. When will the advocate arrive? When will the promise be fulfilled? When will we receive our tongues of flames as Jesus' apostles? You see, my friends, that time, that time has already come.
The prophecy has been fulfilled, and it continues to be fulfilled even today, even in this room, in this very moment, in this second of time, in this service, in this sacrament, in this sermon, the Spirit is here. And he's teaching you. And he's reminding you of Jesus, just as Jesus promised he would. For even in our waiting, we have not been left alone. The advocate, my brothers and sisters, is in our midst. The helper is in our hearts. And as our hearts burn within us, the Holy Spirit reminds us of Jesus, his ministry, and his return. The Holy Spirit guides you. He truly does. He guides you in works of love. He empowers you to fulfill Jesus' commands. We need to wait no more, for the promise is fulfilled. The prophecy is fulfilled in your hearing today. This is your personal Pentecost that was kindled millennia ago. So let not your hearts be troubled. And do not be afraid. For we have not been abandoned. For the Spirit is our deposit and our guide. Spirit testifying to Spirit that Jesus is most certainly coming, that Jesus is returning for you. Peace.